four ordinary guys with extraordinary ideas for Disney parks. This is Main Street Musings. The experimental podcast of tomorrow. That's right. Welcome back to Main Street Musings, the experimental podcast of tomorrow. My name is Jake. Joining me today, welcome to the world of tomorrow, Eric. What up? He'll orbit your astro, Tanner. Hey there, hi there, ho there. Mm. And the Monsters, Inc. laugh floor for some reason. Brock. (laughs) 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 That's right. If you couldn't figure it out today, we are talking about Tomorrowland at Disney Parks, Disney's Magic Kingdom, Disneyland, Tomorrowland. And we specifically will be pitching dark rides for Tomorrowland. Boys, how are you feeling today? Great. Uh, Significantly better than when we last recorded. That's, you sound significantly better than when we last recorded. Debatable. So he was pretty quiet last episode, and that part was nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the audience is upset that I will not be probably as <laughs> quiet. Um. <laughs> you got to make up for last time, so you're going to be doubling. <laughs> doubling uh, my, down. Yeah, my idea is really doubling down on the fact that, like, I you can talk really again. A, yeah, that I can talk again. <laughs> and we have to listen. <laughs> nice. Brock, how are you? How are you, Brock? How are you feeling? I am prepared to travel to the future. I've got my Elon Musk boots on, and I'm going to do some crazy science and tell people Dude, to buy Elon Dogecoin. Musk tanked Bitcoin today again. What a jerk. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> What a lunatic of a man. What a, imagine that power. He's just like, well, also, let's be fair, that that, that speaks to the maybe uh, the, the volatile nature of, of digital currency that Elon Musk can just be like, we're breaking up, and then it becomes worthless. Like, literally <laughs> worthless. Yeah. <laughs> so, so maybe don't invest like in Bitcoin. I would like to point out. Uh, on paper, everything about the man screams Bond villain. <laughs> have yeah. you seen his mother? Like, it's a I swear, oh, yes, I have. I swear Elon <laughs> and his mother, Mae Musk, are going to take over the world. Like, he's just building a de- death laser to please his mother somewhere on some remote island. Uh. I, for one, welcome our death laser. <laughs> On that note, let's start talking about some Disney rides. Who is pitching first today? (laughs) Oh, hey, that's me. I get to roll the D4 again. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Welcome back. Oh, the power. Also, we're breaking up with Bitcoin, so that's probably why. We're, we're exercising our power as content creators to also tank Bitcoin. Uh, let's go with... Do you guys remember last week when he couldn't talk? Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, what a nightmare Eric that must Hand, have been for you. the real death laser. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The fates have spoken, and it is Brock Rudolph Gabbard. All righty. Um, so I try to look at some futuristic, less represented Disney properties. And the first thing that came to my mind, and I think the most obvious thing for me, uh, is to make a Treasure Planet Dark Ride. 
Um, so I think Treasure Planet's perfect. I think it's design. Ele- well, the, the movie's great, but it's perfect for a Tomorrowland ride. I think its design elements are phenomenal. Uh, so I think that would be really fun to be immersed in that universe. Uh, this ride would take us on one of the longboat lifeboats from the ship. Uh, it's sort of like a, a small sailing spaceship. Through the cosmos, we would experience cosmic beauty, and then we would also be flying through a lot of the major events of the film alongside Jim and Delbert and Captain Amelia as they go on their crazy adventure. We'd encounter pirates. We'd end up on the treasure planet itself. We'd escape it as it tried to explode. Uh, And I have a lot more details I'd like to go in, but generally that is my pitch. Cool. All right, next up is Tanner. All right. For my pitch... We will be discussing an Incredibles dark ride. All right, so join designer to the supers Edna Mode on a tour of her new state-of-the-art design testing facility. Guests will board hover discs on a tour hosted by Edna herself, where she will take guests through multiple rooms testing out different requirements of a supersuit, including a wind tunnel explaining why she doesn't use capes anymore, cold and heat-resistant rooms, and a room testing force fields and invisibility and many more things. The tour goes awry when an explosion sends us off track to the special test rooms designated for Jack-Jack and his ever-developing powers. See you there. Nice. That's cool. Nice to like it. Yeah. I'm up next. So mine is a metaphor for climate change. What a shock. (laughs) Not, Not really a metaphor. Good God. But it's designed sort of around it. So my my dark ride is the Toontown of Tomorrow. And we start off on, like, hover versions of those Toontown cars, you know, the very rounded sort of jalopy-style uh, vehicles that they have, particularly in Disney's Toontown. And we're hovering around uh, a, a being-built futuristic version of Toontown, very industrial, very mechanical. Um, and the, so it's kind of going up and up and up and we're like going through factories and we're going through the streets and seeing this industrial city being built. And then eventually we realize we have unleashed uh, this, this monster from underneath the, the, the ground and we have to combat it sort of, or at least run away from it. Um, and then uh, uh, we go, we, you know, defeat it. I, I, I'm not I'm clear on how that works yet. We can figure that out if we talk about it. And then um, sort of we come through into this new, more green energy kind of feel uh, Toontown as it's starting to, to be built up. That's my idea. Okay. Neat. Cool. Cool. That leaves us with Jake. That leaves us with me. All right, so for my idea, I have decided to go IP-less. Nice. No IP for my idea. I'm trying to do an original story. So my idea is that you're walking through Tomorrowland and you come upon what looks kind of like a real estate office. And you go inside and it is a company that is selling 
Timeshares on the Moon. That's right. It is the Estates in Orbit, Timeshares on the Moon. And part of your pre-show is they're explaining these timeshares to you and trying to sell you on a timeshare on the moon, like timeshare offices do. And you will be transported to the moon to take a tour of the facility where you will board your futuristic golf cart type vehicle and you will begin touring like uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been on a tour of a timeshare where you get forced into that but yeah they put you in little golf carts and they take you around and this is all going to be very much a play on that and making fun of that um, but then it turns out things are not all that they seem and things go wrong and you have to escape more on that later that's my pitch well. brock and tanner i don't know what your facial expressions are i don't know if they're good or bad i'm not really sure yet <laughs> i don't either <laughs> i think it's a fun idea i just like how wildly philosophically different like mine and jake's are yeah like, mine's like let's uh, do a metaphor for fixing the planet and jake's all like let's go to the the logical end of capitalism and <laughs> I don't. You say end. You that sounds like a new beginning. The, the, the logical extension of capitalism were we to. I was going to say honestly, Eric, moment. you're making capitalism not sound that bad. If that's just the end, yeah. like it just ends with <laughs> yeah. that. Like uh, I was Eric about to comment capitalist. that I think this is the most efficient pitch session we've ever had. But then Eric brought up capitalism as he is wont to do. And <laughs> we lose all efficiency when that happens. We're, we haven't hit the ten minute mark yet. I was waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying it's bad. Okay, that's all. That's all I'm saying. All right. So moving on to our question and answer portion. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd like to start. <laughs> Um, Jake. Hi. Uh, so are you aware theme park rides are supposed to be fun? Yeah, I think. And are you aware that time Sarah presentations are not fun? <laughs> yes. Having sat through a couple of them. Yes. Okay. I just, I am aware of this. That's, I think it's not going to be a full time share presentation. I think my idea is that it's very cartoony and very tongue in cheek and making fun of the whole process. I was thinking specifically about sunny eclipse, the, the lounge singer at, uh, cosmic rays in tomorrowland and i wanted to be a very cartoony experience and kind of fit in with that jetsons style and maybe see some aliens and stuff and uh, i left out of my ride what the twist was and maybe that's for the best considering your reactions based on everything i've said so far i don't know i think this is a good fit for tomorrowland that was my following uh question is uh what is the twist well, I, I am open to improvements, but I was thinking that <laughs> I'm, I'm like self-conscious about my idea now. I was excited. No, I was it sounds really cool. I was just, you know. You get up there and you're taking a tour of the facility and you're realizing things aren't as nice as they as they were. Like you were like led to believe and things are kind of fishy and things are going wrong. And it turns out that it is a front for alien space gangsters to try to launder money. And they find out that you find out and you have to escape from them. And yes, I want them to be like stereotypical, like a Bugsy and a like kind of gangsters, but like, like they have fedoras and stuff, but they're aliens like sunny eclipse. That was my thought. Yeah. I thought it'd be fun. 
I, I think that is fun. I think we could maybe, if if we vote on this one, try to find Have it a, not be money laundering. Money laundering. Yeah, try to find a crime that children can understand. <laughs> That's fine. I'll be I, honest, just, I was having a hard time thinking of things. You had me on the hook with the twist until then. <laughs> I was yeah, having I a hard... keep it Disney. Drugs. There we go. <laughs> I didn't mean drugs, but I didn't know how to do it because the only other things I could think of were too catastrophic, like if the moon like was going to collapse or some shit like that. No, I love the I gangster idea. Of, the gangster idea is yeah. funny. It's just uh, the money I laundering, know. I think, is something we could massage into something. Well, that's what I would need help with. <laughs> Because I had another idea where the gangsters were going to try to kidnap the humans and possess their bodies so they could infiltrate the Earth, but that seemed way too dark. That's so that's like why I went with money, money laundering. I think that. there's got to be a middle ground. Isn't that Space <laughs> Jam? That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, that's, it's Space Jam, yeah. <laughs> I have a question for Brock. Yes. Uh, during your pitch, you're like, I think the design elements are great, which is a cool statement. But how are we including them? <laughs> like, what design elements more specifically are you looking to highlight in the ride? Yeah. Um, and, well, yeah. Well, first of all, all of the aesthetic choices, the the pirate ships in space, they're, you know, the big sailing vessels. I think that's a really cool world to be involved in. Uh, just the mixture of that pirate nature with the uh, with the space travel i think is brilliant i think the movie has a brilliant score it's really beautiful it's sort of like a folksy irish kind of uh music uh the song the john resnick song is fine um okay yeah then i'm not (laughs) voting for your pitch fuck you you don't have a chance you could have just avoided acknowledging i saw you leaning towards you lost it i saw you leaning towards the microphone and i knew you were about to bring it up so i was just proceeding it's when i watched the movie finally like several months back i was like oh tanner's always talking about how great this one song is and then like they played and i was like that couldn't have been it he's always talking about how great it is and i like had to watch it again i was like yeah but i never heard it in polish Really, it brings out. It brings it out. That sounds yeah, better. <laughs> uh, it also, to me, didn't one hundred percent fit the scene it was in. But yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. You're wrong. See, yeah. that's like, that's the thing is Jake and I saw this movie for the first time within the last like five years, uh, so we don't have any of the nostalgia for that song or John Resnick because I still don't one hundred percent. I'm still not one hundred percent sure I know who that is. Um, it took me out of the movie. It's yeah, the guy from I, the it Google felt like doll. it didn't fit. Google dolls. Oh, it did sound like him. It did sound like him. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, either way, <sighs> but I think that the. the the score, the character designs, the ship designs, the planet designs, everything is amazing in it. While I'm watching that movie, it feels like somewhere I want to be. Uh, the giant moon spaceport, uh, all those things really, I think, draw the viewer in. And to have that in a ride, in a world where you could actually exist, I think is amazing. Uh, I also would like to make this a faster-paced dark ride. A lot of dark rides are kind of slow and plodding, but I don't think there's anything wrong with making this a very quick fast moving car um so we really get the sense of kinetic energy that the movie has uh traveling through space at like breakneck speeds and i think you know escaping from the explosion at the end i think this could be a really cool ride i have another question for brock yes is it true that one of the reasons you want to bring Treasure Planet to the parks is so you can bring your favorite character that you've been quoted as saying was one of the most attractive Disney characters of all time, the cat <laughs> commander pirate lady? Um, 
Okay. Anthropomorphic cat. So a story for the audience at home. Uh, one time, Jackie, Abby, Tanner, myself, and a couple other friends, Jackie and Abby, of course, from our Valentine's Day episode, were hanging out, and somehow, I think it was Jackie's idea, we ended up tier-ranking uh, the attractiveness of Disney characters. Uh, and we you were know, just, like people do. Like we, like, yeah, <laughs> like everyone does. Uh, and so we were going through, I hadn't seen the movie in a while, uh, and the character Captain Amelia got brought up, and me, I guess I was really misremembering her. I was like, yeah, no, she's super attractive. And then Tanner showed me a picture, and now I disagree. No, uh, but you quoted it, and that's why you wanted it in the parks. But Tanner um, does not let that go. You some weird fetish that you have for a ride, <laughs> and that was your excuse. So I just wanted to bring that to light. Tanner, the vote. only fetish for a ride I have is the Country Bears Jamboree. And the Adventurers Club. And the Adventurers Club. And Horace Horsecall. <laughs> In fact, this is his only non-fetish pitch. Yeah, this is the only one so far that isn't a fetish. I do have a question for Eric as well. Yeah. So I think that your pitch would be really helpful for discussing the world's problems. I am worried, though, that much like in the real world, we kind of glossed over the part where we fix uh, uh, global warming a little so, bit. So, yeah, that's what I was... Uh... <sighs> It's it's tough. I was thinking, like, as part of the, I don't know how much to lean into the like specifically global warming, carbon pollution thing because I would maybe love, it's left open ended. Yeah, kind of like it's you get to the end of the ride and it's like it's up to you. Yeah, and like I, I think you know after defeating whatever the monster is, or the monster could be a little more symbolic even. Um, presenting some of the options that we do have, like being able to take carbon out of the air, um, going down to like wind and like solar power and stuff like that. And putting them as visualizations within the, the new city that you're, you're riding through is probably what I would be like looking at. Um, so you have like industrial Toontown into potential, like, a Toontown that is using the potential answers that we have uh, available to us right now could be adaptable to as the as we move forward and find new things that we can do to help save the Earth. All right, Eric, I have a couple questions for you about your ride. Um, yep. So I've, at first I was going to ask what kind of monster, but it sounds like the way you're describing it, what I really want to know is this: is this going to be a monster original to this property? Yes. Okay. Not like a weird variation on one we already know. My second question is, so this is Toontown in the future. Does that mean that the current residents of Toontown are responsible for this catastrophe? (laughs) Is Goofy dumping toxic waste into the local watershed? Honestly, yes. Okay. That's that's part of the, the lesson, right? It's not, it's not just the bad guys that are like complicit in our current state of emergency. I don't know if it's that specific where it's like Koofy's dumping toxic waste <laughs> into it, but they, you know, they are living and existing and helping to create this environment. Right. Um, I think the, the villain of the piece outside of the monster would definitely be the giant company, probably Acme 
who is uh, coming wrong. in and building the city up. With That's the, the wrong brand. It would probably be Pete doing something. Pete, yeah, Pete, right. Acme is Looney Tunes. Warner Brothers. Yeah, Looney Tunes. Um, yeah, probably like Pete coming in with like a giant, his company, that would be the villain. But there is a lesson to be learned that we are all, in fact, complicit in this, right? So... It's it's real gotcha. real upper if you think about it. Yeah, I was gonna also yeah. ask the question I asked <laughs> Jake earlier: Is are you aware theme park rides are supposed to be fun? I think yeah, uh, yes, I am. And, uh, yeah, okay. Obviously, I'm very passionate about the lesson. It would be a cartoony, yeah. kinetic ride, and then with a very like optimistic ending. Um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Jake, I have a question real quick. Sure. You, I have uh, an answer real quick. Do you see your golf cart uh, ride vehicle morphing at any point to adapt to the surroundings, or is it just always the golf cart? Or do the gangsters, like, shoot off the hood? That would be cool if it was coming apart. But uh, one mechanic I did think that would be cool was, like, if we could incorporate, like, some sort of bouncing motion to kind of imply, like, hey, you're on the moon and gravity is lower. Um, I just thought a golf cart as the vehicle is funny to me because it's like when you tour those timeshares, they usually drag you around in a golf cart and, um, having like a futuristic one, just the, I, I really like the idea of this being very, like very much a spoof off of what happens at those things. Um, and I think people would get a kick out of it. Um, but yeah, I really like the idea of the vehicle changing as the ride goes, like you said. Yeah, the, the the gangster shooting off the hood was a good example because I didn't know what you meant at first, but yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Okay, well, no one's asked Tanner a question, and I Thanks. I personally the reason I haven't asked you a question is because you described the ride so well; it's very fully formed in my mind. Uh, but because you asked, no one asked you a question. I would just I'm wondering: is there anything else you want to tell us before we move into the voting? No, because I didn't want to go too deep into the specifics of how things function. I guess the one thing is I'm kind of picturing the hover disc that I talked about being like a round seated in like the round in it, and you're kind of rotating around at different times. I want it to spin and be trackless so you get different views as we go in and kind of wobbly and tilty. So it's going to be a more exciting ride in the second half. Cool. I can't remember. Tanner, the hover disc are the discs that Syndrome's henchmen have in the first movie? Similar to those. I, I wanted it to have kind of a futuristic, like, this is an upgraded, like, for a tour uh, it's design. It's a good guy version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah those, those are cool vehicles. Yeah, that'd be neat. I like it. Thanks. And you answered my question, which was the specificity of the ride vehicle. All right, boys. Okay. Cool. I think so. Not really. This is hard, but yeah. I'm gonna have to be. Um, I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of what I meant. <laughs> it's a tough sir. Any volunteers? I'll go. Right. Tanner. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All of these ideas really are great. I gave Brock a hard time, but it is actually a super cool idea. The boats. Uh, I I love Eric's. I think though. The tone of it fits more in a, if we want to discuss that, cut out the cartoon, move it to Epcot, very similar to the drop ride that Brock has talked about in uh, in our IP-less uh, Tomorrowland ride. 
And weirdly enough, I gave it a hard time at the beginning. The one that fits to me the tone of Tomorrowland the most, uh, a kind of tongue-in-cheek futuristic commentary on daily life things, is actually Jake's uh, (laughs) tour of the moon. So I'm going to go with that one. All right. Thanks. You know what that means, Jake? Sorry, what, Eric? I said, you, I, was, I was about to say, you know what that means. You didn't even wait yeah. for me to say it. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I knew what it meant. <laughs> I was reading your mind. We're on the same wavelength, <laughs> you and I. <laughs> um, that being said, I, I do have to agree with what Tanner said about Eric's. It's a great ride, but it might be better suited for Epcot, which was the same issue of Brock's drop ride last time we talked about Tomorrowland. And then... To me, I really like Tanner's Incredible Ride, but I don't know if that says tomorrow to me because the Incredibles kind of have... I know they have like futuristic technology, but it also has a very retro feel. So for that reason, I'm going to vote for the Treasure Planet idea, which to me is definitely a futuristic setting. Cool. Yes. Thanks. Be back. I'll make this short. Jake and Tanner kind of summarized exactly how I was feeling. Um, so in that case, yeah, I think Jake's pitch is perfect for, like, a ri- original recipe Tomorrowland. It's got that fun, well, not original, like the 80s version of Tomorrowland. It's got that fun yeah. tongue-in-cheek kind of vibe. I'm going to vote for Jake's. Cool. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I got to vote for Jake's, too. I like it. All right. I appreciate the vote. I don't know if I appreciate the disappointment in your voice when you said it. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. I was just saying, you know, it's just a lot of thought, right? And 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 a lot of like trying to balance, uh, you know, each idea, give it weight, right? Yeah. Um, Again, these, we've been doing good with the ideas lately, boys. These these have all been good, and it, it was tough. You know, and I would love to see either Eric or Tanner's ideas for sure. Just maybe not in Tomorrowland. Yeah, yeah. the Incredibles don't go in Tomorrowland like their dance party or that drop <laughs> right. ride that we said would go in Tomorrowland that Jake created. <laughs> we we didn't say that would go in Tomorrowland, did we? I think. Yeah, I thought so. There's a version of Tomorrowland that uh, <laughs> like. My ride and Brock's ride fit in. It's just not the one that's currently there. I think it's, it's Future World. Ride. It's Epcot. Yeah. I think that's where. Again, I'm speaking from a Disneyland-centric perspective. Oh, there yeah, is right. no Epcot. And, like, the last 90s, like, the late 90s, they were really pushing, like, the world of tomorrow and, like, yeah. things that we could do to fix it, kind of infusing it with that sort of Epcot energy. Sure. Um, and I think that, that version of Tomorrowland can can hold these kinds of things. But not necessarily where they're at right now. Right. Um, cool. Take it away, Jake. Yeah. Okay. So, like I said, I kind of envision when you're walking down, like, the main drag of Tomorrowland, um, you've got, like, all the attractions on either side. It would be funny to me if one of those looked kind of like a real estate office. You know, and they had like posters in the wall for properties and stuff. Maybe the staff members are a little pushy, like trying to get like, I don't want them to be like ruining your vacation, but maybe they're like trying too hard to get you on the ride and like they're smiling way too much. You know, I don't know if you guys have ever been roped into one of those timeshare things. It's a pain in the ass. I I hate it. You know, (laughs) no, we don't make it. Enough money to buy houses and get taken on timeshare. 
<laughs> so, so way to make us feel poor. You that's dick. not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody sees me walking down the street and is like, "That guy has a d- disposable yeah. income." <laughs> yeah, that guy looks like he can afford a rental property in Florida. <laughs> um, on the moon, Eric. Bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but it just seemed to me that seemed like a funny thing that like in the Disney cartoon version of to- tomorrow with, you know, where a sunny eclipse exists. It just feels like timeshares on the moon would be a thing, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. I agree. So, oh, um, and I like the idea. So we go into the office and they're, you know, pushing us on this tour but really they're not we're walking through the queue line and we're seeing you know like videos and posters and i think it's the videos where it's like come and enjoy your stay you'll spend many an evening at our beautiful spa and it's just like over the top kind of a thing um so then when you get there you can see hey it's not as good as the videos made it look um and you go through the queue line and eventually there's a show where you kind of board a shuttle and I don't know if the room shakes or what but it makes it feel like you're being transported to the moon then the loading dock would be in their welcome center on the moon you'd get into your little golf carts and then you'd go out on your tour of the facilities and you would see you know maybe some of the houses that are there for the timeshares maybe the pool that kind of stuff and that's the tour you're supposed to be going on and then i want something to go wrong and i was having a hard time with that i liked the idea of the space gangsters that seemed funny to me but i'm not married to it what are your guys thoughts so i like the space gangsters i think instead of money laundering i think maybe an in is they've been uh squatting at one of these uh like display timeshare things and have been like plotting uh, throughout, right? Um, yeah. yeah, they turned they it into their, their plotting. Head, like their secret um, base, yeah. Yeah, it's their so it's secret like their base. headquarters kind of yeah. a hideout, and, yeah. I should say. And part of the things that feel off as you're going through it is like randomly somebody will be wearing like a fedora or like they'll split off to the side to have a conversation or flash like a space Tommy gun or whatever the fuck, right? Like, yeah. Um, and so like your brain is starting to be taught that this is the universe that you're living in. Right. Um, what do you guys think they would be planning though, if they were using that as a safe house? I think some sort of rob- robbery, money yeah. laundering. <laughs> I think a robbery, <laughs> like a bank robbery, you could turn that yeah, into I something funny. Like the first, it, first international bank or whatever, or first intergalactic bank. Um, yeah, something like that. I think, uh, I, if it's all right with you, I'd like to take this pace a little slower back to the beginning. Uh, yeah, I yeah, had that's some fine. Ideas Sorry, for I just kind queue. of regurgitated it all. I think would be I, fun. Yeah. yeah Sorry about that. <laughs> as soon so, yeah, as you mentioned this queue, idea, though. the queue is all I could think of, like how fun that right. queue would be. Well, that was the initial idea. We don't for have me to go was the linearly, queue. guys. <laughs> it is Time our is traditional a way. <laughs> Uh, break the rules. Rules are I made to be broken. did though. I was very excited. Do. I had an idea for something for the uh, line queue. Uh, yeah. That might be a little too self-referential, but you know, at the end of uh, Space Mountain, all of those little mm-hmm. biomes that you kind of walk by on the side. Yeah, I thought yes. it would be kind of funny to do more cartoony versions of those, but they've also all been colonized by this corporation now. So you just oh, see like so Im- show, even like, if it's just images of them referenced, but they're just shares. now all like just 
planted that's with timeshares. That would be really funny. I just like and really would, cheap like, little only... houses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be really funny. I love that. Yeah. Cool. Here's some other places that we have properties. <laughs> oh, <at>. oh <laughs> it's the it's the cookie cutter house. So they all the houses are exactly the same in the middle of these different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check out our exotic properties. And, it's and just I thought that's kind of just like a fun uh, self-referential thing uh, to yeah. the parks for like nerds to care about. Right. Yeah, I, th- I think that's cool. Um. Another idea I had had for the queue line, I don't know if this is something we want to do or not, but sometimes in the queue line is where they'll start sticking subtle hints to things that are going on. Maybe we have a wanted poster for one of the gangsters that's kind of in the background on something, on a bulletin board or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Or like Eric said, the people like kind of moving the line along have guns. <laughs> Eric hands pro gun. <laughs> you could have like a little news report. Uh yeah, and on one of the you know. TVs in yeah. the background. Yeah, um, maybe one of the employees is watching it. Yeah. Oh, okay. The the employees was going to be my next thing. Obviously, not the yeah. cast members, but I would love animatronic robot employees, but like mm-hmm. wearing yeah. like Hawaiian shirts and having the little headsets. And, oh, that'd be but hilarious. But they're like they, and they're, they're they have like the super neatly combed hair, but it's not hair. It's like metal. It's just cast like metal. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I would love if that were the case to be able to see in on the one human that works there that's just like buried in work and clearly like dying from like the stress of his job while all of the robots go on around him. The robots don't understand that he needs a break. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Keep working. <laughs> and, like they won't let him sleep or eat or anything because they don't understand that that's how they got right. You just gotta keep going. I love the idea. Maybe some of the robots have jobs that like you don't need a robot for like maybe the water cooler is a robot and like as you walk by he's like would you like a beverage and he's like pulling them out of his chest or something stupid like why would you ever need a robot for that that's fun (laughs) um so what i what that leads into for me was i think it would be fun to have a robot guide like the real estate agent who's showing you the timeshares is a robot and then it would be fun because the robot wouldn't react with his pre-recorded bit oh, uh, when so there's gangsters so he just keeps <laughs> and look at the spacious four bedroom <laughs> like yeah if you look to our left you will see and like the building is on fire around yeah. him <laughs> i love that that's hilarious okay yeah and maybe he's wearing like one of those red blazers with like the gold um yeah. name badge on it <laughs> you know oh that's hilarious i love that idea okay so queue line, um, then the next thing after the queue line would be that pre-show where you kind of get transported to the moon. Did you guys have any thoughts about that? I was thinking kind of like the stretching room in Haunted Mansion or kind of like in the old alien encounter, there was the the show where they would set up the transporting thing where the little alien guy would be transported from one side of yeah, the room to the Yeah, Twilight other. Zone Tower of Terror has uh, one yeah. of those. I mean, yeah, I'm not I think sure how... <laughs> Having a guy hang himself is going to get you to the moon, but I guess if that's what you want, Jake. <laughs> that, uh, Thanks, Eric's Tanner. making a face. Haunted Mansion is what he was referencing, Eric. <laughs> that's horrifying. Um, but yeah, I think a pre-show would be really fun. And yeah. it can. So my thought is have, that would be where you're getting transported. Have stock footage of families enjoying their time in the timeshare. Um, yeah. 
Uh, that, that would be good. A charismatic I, I maybe alien was, host. I think if there was one or two fake windows that make it look like you're taking off, you know, and then landing on the moon. So yeah. while you're in there for three to five minutes or whatever, it just takes the duration of the time. And then when it reaches the moon, they kind of you'd see the shutters close down and it's like you hear the voice like now uh, disembarking or whatever it would be. Yeah. So we've arrived at like we've arrived at the um, at the like moon port, which looks like. Yeah, I was thinking like the welcome center. Yeah, it's exactly for the hotel. Yeah, it'd be kind of fun to dress up like the little event in like a really nice transport, like yeah. spaceship, and then all of a sudden you're in a golf cart. I think that'd be pretty. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I think the welcome center should be really nice, and then you go out. They're like, "Okay, come this way," and you just like go out the back door, and there's a golf cart, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> um. So the idea of this robot guide throughout the uh, would that just be a projection or an animatronic or something attached to the or if, do we not want to do that? I kind of this might be difficult from an engineering point of view, but blue sky, I think it'd be funny if it was just like the torso of a like human like robot with arms and a head and like the torso doesn't move, but his head can spin and his arms can like gesture like to our left. And he's like yeah. gesturing over to the left, you know? Yeah, no, that's oh, awesome. I think that would be crazy. Fun. No, that's not hard at all. That's yeah. similar to what I was okay. picturing. Yeah, so I just think it'd be funny to have this torso in front of you facing backwards. So he's facing you the whole so, time. So he's attached big, to the car. Smile. Yeah, he's part of the car. Perfect. Like in like almost in like the dashboard of the car. Perfect. Humanoid. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, I think cool. that's a lot of fun. Uh, so we we're gonna go through. Then we go through the timeshares. Correct. Um, yes. How long? So then into, we begin the tour of the facility. How long into that do we discover the gangsters? So, like, the one the, the timeshare experience I had was we got in the golf cart, we went over, we looked at the pool and everything, we drove over, looked at the beach, then we went in and looked at one of the rooms, then we drove back to the Welcome Center, and then that's when they were like, we're going to do everything it takes to convince you to buy. Mm-hmm. And Jessica just had to keep being like, no, 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 no. And then finally we just left. Um, Jessica's good at that. But so I would not yeah, be. So that just, <laughs> that just kind of gives you an idea of, you know, what happens. So if we could see like a pool, see some other sort of attraction, see a room and then shit starts to go wrong. Cause okay. if a shit goes wrong too soon, then we can't establish the tour thing. So, um, yeah, a couple things. Uh, I was just thinking about why these would be empty. Uh, I think it would be fun if in our pre-show as we're going through the travel agency, uh, there's a bunch of signs with like, Discount ten percent, and then on top of that, a sticker that says "discount fifty oh, yeah. percent." So <laughs> discount seventy percent. This, this, this can harken back to the my my experience with the timeshare was a lot of them were empty, and they kept telling us that they were still building it, and then they would mention some really cool feature and be like, "But we're built, we haven't built it yet, but it'll be awesome in two years when we build it," and that just like kept happening the whole time. <laughs> You know, so it yeah. could be something like that. And then, and then that was the sell, too. It was like, and once we build it, you won't be able to get one of these because people are going to be coming from all over to try to get one. So you want to get in on the ground floor. <laughs> you know, that was kind of the the vibe. That was the way they were pushing it. So it could be kind of like that. It would be fun to just you know? see how many times we could get a robot to say, get it on the gl- ground floor. <laughs> get it on the ground floor. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, also, yeah, Eric. I was just thinking, like, 
it's like a a very obvious inserted bit like he's going on and here's the green flowers and get in on the ground floor yeah like like in a different voice (laughs) and it's always that like one like monotone timbre get in on the ground floor <laughs> Welcome to and the that's beautiful. That's how you know something's got to ride because it's like get in on the ground. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe see like sparks. <laughs> yeah, it's like alien mobsters shoot this get robot it. that we love in the head. <laughs> yeah, boom. Um, <laughs> I was I, I was gonna say if we do see a pool, it would be fun to have kind of like a screen effect where you see someone trying to do a cannonball and they just hang <laughs> in the air for away. like. <laughs> Just like they just fall so slowly into the pool. Maybe that's maybe that's in the stock footage presentation at the beginning. But yeah, it's just yeah, a very funny like gag that would to be me. Very funny. Yeah, or like I would like to see like maybe I don't know if we see it, but maybe one of the stock footage things could be people playing golf on the moon. I was just about to say that <laughs> in just, low gravity. Just like. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. So we go on our tour. We see some of the facilities. I don't know if, how detailed we have to get into that. What are you imagining the carpet look looking like, Jake? <laughs> Purple with yellow stars. Uh, yeah. That- can I change my vote? <laughs> um. So shit hits the fan. What happens? Uh, I think we get into the next property. Um, I think we go through like one of them and then they're like, come see our deluxe model. And as we yeah. get in, uh, the space gangsters are there. Um, you know, one of, one of them notices us and then yeah. that's when, Hey, how'd you get in here? This is our turf. See? <laughs> yeah. This is, they're hiding out on the moon while they're waiting for the heist to blow over, the heat to blow, get off of them or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bugsy, get And then one shoots here. the robot in the head, and the animatronics <laughs> say, goes... <laughs> was, is the... So what are they trying to steal? Is, like, the, the timeshare built on something incredibly valuable that the timeshare people don't know about? Are they... Like unobtainium. <laughs> what or if it whatever? was something like an armored transport from the intergalactic bank was going to be going by <laughs> near there or something? Yeah, that could work. Yeah, so I, it's gonna, they're planning to hit the armored car. I think it'd be nice if we could somehow connect that to the timeshare, though. Well, um, okay. I've heard kind of payroll? two Maybe different ideas knock over going. The payroll car? Because people have said laying low until the heat dies down from a heist at different times. And yeah, so that that might, to me feels like enough. And then the second half isn't yeah, so much stopping them. It's running away from them right, because they're not if, happy if they're, you busted them. I like if they're that. laying low, that could work. Because then in the queue line, we could be seeing news footage of they robbed mm-hmm. a bank or something. And they're on the right. loose. Be on the lookout for them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I yeah, think I that think works. Because then um, you can okay. just have cool. one go, get them, boys, and then... Yeah. <laughs> but your cart doesn't go fast. It would be fun because this is kind of a low-rent operation. If while they're trying to show you the uh, the presentation, like they have to keep changing the input on the TV to like figure out where the that presentation is, and we keep seeing these little snippets of the, the news. 
Yeah, that's so a that great way idea. Everyone like sees it. Doing the, that would be prop maybe an actor at the beginning. Uh, yeah. Opposed to an animatronic, and then they're kind of like you see they have the remote in their hand. Yeah. I also love the idea that even in the world of tomorrow, people still are having problems with their fucking TV input. Yes. <laughs> um, classic. <laughs> cool. Also, none of this is an allegory on how humans are the root cause of our own destruction. And I'm not necessarily on board with that. There's robbers in a timeshare, Eric. That feels like yeah, the but they're aliens. Uh, a timeshare on the moon. If anything, that's like, yeah. Sorry, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's I fine. mean, there was kind of a commentary that I pitched in the queue line where we're kind of destroying all of these uh, biomes yeah, with, uh, yeah, yeah, these generic housing. So I feel like that's a subtle way to make commentary on that. I thought you'd like, like that it. the most. I did. I liked it a lot. <laughs> I just want more. Yeah, I want it in my face. In my, I was, want to breathe it in. And one of the <sighs> monsters is named Globe Al Warming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how? Speaking of the mobsters, what is our interaction yeah. with them? What what beats did we want to hit? I think that there are definitely that they are surprised to see us. They are upset. They start shooting at us. There could be more leading up to that. Um, leading in this chase through the facility that I think it'd be fun if it like kind of destroyed the facility, mm-hmm. them shooting at us. Maybe as we're driving away, we're knocking over plants or, you know, we're just driving through and we just totally wreck the place. And then we get away just in the nick of time. Maybe we see the space police show up and arrest them. I don't know. But we end up getting away and going back to Earth. I would love it if um, they accidentally set fire to one of the timeshares as we're driving past yes. it. And the robot is like, and on our right is our deluxe model. As it's yeah. like just burning yes. to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love I definitely want fire somehow. Because I think that would be exciting and fun, and I definitely want the robot to be continuing to try to give the tour the whole time. Um, I think that's hilarious. It would be fun if we see within the hideout with the gangsters a giant pile of some sort of silly-looking space currency Yeah, as well. Yeah. Bitcoin? Jake, Jake loved that joke. <laughs> Jake was really into that. Jake, Jake really upped for the no sell that I got from the other two members of the podcast. I thought like, that I don't was even feel bad about time, it Tanner. because Jake that laughed was so hard. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a good joke. <laughs> We're leaving in the whole length of Jake's laughter too in the final <laughs> cut. Uh, and I would love as we if as we leave the exit queue is like one of those robots trying to give us the hard sell. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that would be funny. And you can see like footage of it burning in the background. Yeah. He's like, please. Like it's <laughs> the, win- here. the window here. behind him. Like we're just looking out at that. And yeah. that's, we can also see footage of like the space cops in the window behind him. And yeah. And maybe we I see a news fun. footage of the gangsters have been captured because, you know, you don't want some little kid to be going back to his vacation and thinking that the space gangsters are still on the loose. <laughs> maybe you don't. 
<laughs> I mean, I always do. I always want children to be in fear. I think I've made that clear. No Disney visit <laughs> is complete without fear. Okay, so is that? Do you guys think that's the ride? Yeah. Anything else? I think so. I mean, we could always go into more detail, but you know, based on how long we've been talking here, I think that's a pretty good all right let's, summary of let's what do we're a quick little recap. So it's a real estate office. We see a fun video presentation that gives us some news clips as well as some funny gags about the timeshare. Uh, We've got funny robots in the office and other employees in the office. As we uh, we watch this presentation, we are also being uh, taken to the moon. We Mm -hmm. arrive at a wonderful spaceport on the moon, get on our little golf cart vehicles with our... uh, android uh robot companion who's giving the tour we Mm -hmm. go through a couple of the amenities see a timeshare uh and then when we get to the second timeshare we encounter space mobsters uh they give chase uh trying to we're trying to run away from them eventually that kind of destroys the timeshare property and as we exit the space cops are getting them we exit through a fun little timeshare presentation again uh and presumably then into a gift shop of course always presumably yes sounds like a fun ride to me yeah i like it yeah 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 i'm a fan for sure so on that note i guess let's dive into the lightning round hell yeah hell yeah all right let's spin that wheel Okay. <laughs> we are going to retheme Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. to be all about the three caballeros. <gasps> <laughs> Go ahead, Brock. This is your time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's spin. Uh, Jake. Oh, shit. <laughs> I am not. Okay. This is um, going to suck <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right, so in my ride, we are going to retheme the boats to look like the flying uh, Serapa rug blanket that they fly on in the movie, and we're going to be flying around looking at the at Mexico and how great it is, all while the song is playing, and, uh, and uh, Brock is mouthing something to me and distracting me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my ride through Cabularos, the, the blanket flying over the place. <laughs> I don't remember. Cool. No, I was, um, I was not mouthing to you. I was just questioning the logic of flying in what is currently a boat ride. <laughs> boat ride, three Cabularos. I'm up next. I've never seen three Cabularos. Um, so here we go. Let's give it a go. Um, so we're, we're rafting. Down the Rio Grande with our friends, the three caballeros. Okay. Where there's bandits shooting at us, there's natives shooting at us, there's <laughs> all kinds of shit. <laughs> I regret everything. I'm done. Did not expect that from I you, like it. Eric. It's better than mine. <laughs> I panicked. I didn't feel good about it, Tanner. Okay. <laughs> Who next? Uh, Tanner. 
All right, so the Three Caballeros are on tour, and on this ride, we will see them performing as a band, and then the majority of our ride will be all of the chaos they cause around the city. They will be, we will keep the city burning in a scene where Donald Duck has accidentally <laughs> caused a fire by partying too hard. They, every scene will be chaos, and at the end, we will actually see all three of them celebrating on the big pile of gold that will still be there because they... <laughs> made a ton of money on their tour. Nice. Nice. And you can still keep the animatronics going in the circle where the pirate is chasing the woman because Donald actually does that in the beach scene. So there you go. Perfect. You can have Donald chasing, chasing bikini babes. <laughs> I did forget I about that. Sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> Brock. Yeah, Brock. All right. Uh, so my ride is going to take the three caballeros. They're on a vacation. They are enjoying their time in the sun. Uh, but unfortunately, their little friend, the Arakuan bird, uh, shows up. Uh, I don't know if you remember oh. him, but he's that. Yeah, he's the little bird that makes a lot of chaos. Uh, so the little the chaos kind of drives things insane. Uh, so the bird kind of wrecks their vacation. They're trying to catch him. Uh, we see our friends Carmen Miranda and the Flying Guachito, and all the other characters from the sketches within the show. Full disclosure, Brock, how much of that did you look up? <laughs> or was that uh, all from memory? I remembered all the characters. I couldn't remember all of their names. Hmm. Nice. So also, the penguin it. would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of that movie when I was little was always the train part but I couldn't figure out how to work that in. And then I got fixated on the blanket and got stuck and I couldn't figure out how to get out of it. <laughs> All right. So that was our lightning round on a property. Yeah, so none of us have seen in 10 years, at least. Um, that's cute that you think I've seen it. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I was straight up. I never once in my life. <laughs> All right, Brock, take us out of here. All right. Come visit our timeshare. See our beautiful amenities like our Facebook, Jake. Facebook.com slash Main Street Musings. You can sign right here. Uh, take a luxury uh, little bit of a swim in our hot tub and beautiful Olympic-sized Instagram, Tanner. Main underscore street underscore musings. Dive right in. Uh, the property boasts beautiful palm trees, lovely white beaches, and also a Twitter, Eric. At MSM underscore podcast. And I re- I'm Brock, and I remembered to say Twitter. Uh, everyone, give <laughs> us a five-star review, because we're out of this world. Uh, tell your friends, give us a nice rating, and review us goodbye. That's right. Rate us now. Get in on the ground floor. <laughs> rate us now. <laughs> also, don't forget to vote on our Twitter polls. Oh, yeah. Forgot For about our that. lightning rounds. Yeah, those. <laughs> those things. I don't know if this is a great one them to be voting on. <laughs> <laughs>